this is Dr. Nick Tiller, and you're listening to the Skeptic's Guide to Sports Science podcast. What follows is an audio recording of my column, published in Skeptical Inquirer, the magazine for science and reason. For more information, visit www.skepticalinquirer.org. As with all articles in the series, a link to the original piece with its full list of references can be found in the show notes. Episode 26 Testosterone Supplements Summoning the Spectre of Tucker Carlson I wasn't expecting the Jets versus Giants game last month to trigger a traumatic flashback. A commercial for Nugenics's total testosterone boosting formula appeared during halftime, sending me spiraling through space time to April 2022. It was the day Tucker Carlson's documentary, The End of Men, received its inaugural trailer. The Fox Nation special, written and starring the network's former news host, is a homoerotic jaunt through an alternative reality where low testosterone is the cause of America's imminent decline and testicle tanning with infrared light is the solution. The trailer begins with a haunting prophecy from John F. Kennedy Jr., a snippet of audio where he calls for Americans to think carefully about their fitness and avoid cultivating a nation of, quote, soft, chubby, fat-looking children, end quote. The words are spliced over reels of overweight men, feats of physical incompetence, and, of course, Joe Biden stumbling up a flight of stairs on his way to Air Force One. The viewer is slapped in the face with Carlson's reductionist ideology on Americans' masculinity crisis, itself an imagined element from which Fox News has been profiting for over a decade. In the extended quote from JFK, the one with context, the 35th president describes the importance of exercise on the nation's mental and physical health, an early caution against waning activity levels and climbing obesity rates. It's reasonable and cogent advice that's fallen on the deafest ears ever since. News outlets at the time were falling over themselves to cover testicle tanning and its effects, or lack thereof, on testosterone. Even the academic literature felt the need to rebut the claims, concluding it was nothing more than an evidence-lacking and potentially dangerous health trend. But the message is unlikely to have graced the retinal cells of Carlson's primary audience, such as the echo chamber in which most of us consume the news. Not that Carlson was ever serious about the claim, but that's another conversation entirely. The commercial that triggered the flashback was for a testosterone-enhancing supplement by Nugenics, a company based out of West Valley City, Utah. In claims that haven't been evaluated by the FDA, their total T formula can apparently increase lean muscle mass, boost free and total testosterone, and support stronger drive. I watched as former Major League Baseball designated hitter Frank Thomas stopped hitting golf balls at the driving range to urge a group of men half his size to try Nugenics's man-boosting formula. After telling them it'd restore their energy and drive, a term laced with innuendo, he winks suggestively at their wives. They'll like it too, he says. 
While nowhere near as egregious as Carlson's message, which rests on the idea that masculinity must be wrestled back from those who would see it destroyed by New Age wokeism, the Nugenics commercial exploits similar insecurities surrounding the milieu of sex, strength, and, of course, the male genitalia. It isn't a new commercial. The same one offended the late great Harriet Hall in April last year. The commercials insult my intelligence, she wrote, on her science-based medicine blog. Low testosterone is a controversial fad diagnosis. Some symptom lists virtually guarantee that any middle-aged man will self-diagnose. The symptoms Hall is referencing here include being overweight, feeling very tired, and difficulty retaining lean muscle mass, characteristics almost guaranteed in the middle-aged man. Seeing as most NFL fans are older males, There's nothing accidental about the commercial's placement in the TV package, being run at a time when men are particularly vulnerable to inquisitions of their manhood. Sporting contests influence testosterone levels in predictable ways. Levels spike in men and women on the winning side of a contest and simultaneously plummet in those on the losing side. Even identifying with a sports team evokes status-seeking behaviour among men so says psychology-based research into biosocial theory. Rolling the ad halfway through the contest casts the widest possible net to convert prospects into sales. And, for once, it's not an issue biased by political affiliation. Unlike Carlson's documentary, which is aimed squarely at his conservative fanbase, NFL is the single American sport with the least partisan audience. Exploiting concerns over testosterone and manliness isn't a political issue, it's a human one. But do the testosterone boosters work? And can they help men improve their mental and physical health? There are hundreds, if not thousands, of commercial products aimed at increasing testosterone. They represent a drop in the ocean that is swelling with some 30,000 different dietary supplements. The ones offered for boosting testosterone range from relatively benign multivitamins to anabolic androgenic steroids and everything in between, all thriving in an industry lacking effective regulation or validation of claims. When evaluated, the evidence is usually found wanting. Of 50 commercial products claiming to boost testosterone, improve libido or help men feel stronger, only around 25% were supported by any evidence. Around 62% of supplements had no literature whatsoever, which is kind of a surprise given the 109 unique compounds found among the supplements. That's an average of 8.3 ingredients per product. With such a litany of ingredients, one would expect a positive hit on something. Now, other reviews of testosterone boosters show that most fail to increase total testosterone, with a couple of exceptions. For instance... Beta-hydroxy-beta-methylbutyrate, that's HMB, a metabolite of the amino acid leucine, was said to increase testosterone levels in male athletes. However, in the studies they cite, HMB was co-ingested with other compounds, including creatine and beta-alanine. These amino acids have been studied for decades. They don't boost testosterone, but rather increase the capacity to exercise at a high intensity. It's the extra work that elevates testosterone, not the supplement. 
It's an important distinction that's overlooked by the authors. One could similarly start a resistance exercise regimen and augment testosterone all the same. The benefits of testosterone boosters, if there are any, are outweighed by the potential risks. There are published case reports showing compromised liver function with long-term use. This poor benefit-to-risk ratio has most experts discouraging their use. Expensive commercial testosterone boosters may only be minimally more effective than Carlson's testicle tanning. The only ways to naturally boost testosterone revolve around lifestyle, exercise and physical activity, adequate sleep with good efficiency, and of course weight management, seeing as being overweight diminishes testosterone production. Deficiency in key nutrients such as vitamin D, zinc or magnesium can also suppress testosterone production. So if this is clinically diagnosed via a blood test, then supplementing with the relevant nutrients may help restore testosterone levels. But as far as augmentation beyond baseline, you're probably out of luck. Unless... There is a reliable pharmacologic way to boost testosterone, build muscle, strip fat, and improve libido. But you're not going to like it. Low testosterone isn't a fabricated complaint. Males with hypogonadism suffer from abnormally low testosterone concentrations that can affect growth and development during puberty and diminish sperm count, sex drive, energy, fertility, muscle mass, bone mass, and overall quality of life in adulthood. Low testosterone and its harmful milieu is pathological. That is, it can be clinically diagnosed and treated. If someone believes they have a genuine testosterone deficiency, it shouldn't be left to the chance lottery of unregulated commercial supplements. And if low T is not clinically diagnosed, then tell Carson you have nothing to worry about. Others turn to anabolic androgenic steroids. This is because they work. There's a reason nearly all professional bodybuilders and men playing superheroes on the big screen turn to these drugs to sculpt their superhuman physiques. Most are designer steroids, synthetic testosterone derivatives that are modified to maximize the muscle building effects and minimize the unwanted androgenic effects. They're so effective that around 15% of legal, over-the-counter dietary supplements are contaminated, sometimes deliberately, with anabolic steroids. It isn't uncommon for a professional athlete to blame anti-doping violations on contaminated products. Using steroids comes at a significant cost, and I don't just mean financially. According to the National Institutes on Drug Abuse, anabolic steroids can cause, quote, severe, long-lasting, and in some cases, irreversible damage. They can lead to early heart attacks, strokes, liver tumors, kidney failure, and psychiatric problems, end quote. People often forget that steroids and other drugs are banned in athletic competition, not just because they violate the spirit of fair play, but because they have the potential to cause significant side effects, harm that's overlooked by the socio-cultural emphasis on masculine traits and the associated aesthetics. When it comes to boosting testosterone, the safe ways are ineffective and the effective ways aren't safe. There's little in the way of consolidation. 
Men with clinically low levels of testosterone should seek advice from their doctors. For everyone else, the broader challenge is to uncouple the concept of masculinity from the circulating concentrations of a single hormone. If you have questions about your manhood, you won't find the answers in a testosterone supplement. Your insecurities will haunt you long after the bottle is empty. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this article, check out my book, The Skeptic's Guide to Sports Science, Confronting Myths of the Health and Fitness Industry, published by Taylor & Francis. For more information on this and my other work, visit www.nbtiller.com.